So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Written Entertainment Podcast, episode 301 for June 6th, 2021. This is not our second take of this. Uh, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Roe McFain. Hello. Hi. Hi. So we are coming at you. I am Nathan Reinsbruth, and uh, I I moved. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm Every, in a new location. So fucked everything up. Yeah, so I messed everything up uh with the audio so it, it should be good now we only were like two minutes in to the episode when i figured it out but yeah so you might hear a little bit more echo just because i'm in a kind of an open area and there's like no soundproofing so you might hear a little he bit now more lives in an abandoned church i fucking wish i wouldn't have to pay rent um <laughs> or mortgage whatever uh but yeah, I, we were talking before I found out that we messed up. We were talking about uh, soundproofing and how much that costs. Like, just getting the cheap foam. Like, just, like, not even a lot of that cheap foam to put on your walls. Super expensive for some reason. And I know Aro has looked at this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because shit costs a lot of money. Well, we talked last week about the... About the the Amazon crying booths, yeah. The the Amazon suicide booths, um, where like you go in there and you sit and cry, and that's like three grand per booth, uh, and it just it makes no sense. And a, a soundproof booth we looked at is about the same, so uh, you might have to deal with a little bit of uh echo from me, but you know what? Uh, deal with it. I think we'll be okay. So might shockingly enough. I've listened to a lot of podcasts from like not professional podcasters, but just famous people, and their audio sucks so bad. Oh like, yeah. Like there was one person I, I would listen to that he's super knowledgeable. It's a it's a wrestling podcast. And, you know, he was in the wrestling business. And um for the longest time he just used the microphone on his headset. For his podcast. Yeah. And, and it's it's also great whenever like you have the, the video podcasts and like there's there's always one guy that has like a DSL connection. And so everyone else might sound pretty good, but then this one guy is is like, and yes, what I was saying <laughs> like, you know, they they get the warbly fucking digitized voice thing going on once in a while because god forbid you do local recording whenever that guy's internet connection isn't stable yeah yeah it's it's uh I mean, it's we don't amazing. but no. we're also not popular well, well a we're not popular and b we're uh all the way across the united states from each other well you're like halfway across the united states so doing a weekly podcast local would be awful uh there oh, no are... i meant uh no, I, I meant like each of us could record on our own machine and then we just sync it up later. Yeah, we've done that before and uh, fuck that noise. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. But Yeah, you know, well, I mean... If, what, if we actually had an audience, I'd do it. What we've done in the past 
well, actually, what we do with Clinton's Core Classics is we use something called Zencaster, uh, which basically does that for you. Oh. So every person joins, and uh, you you join it, and then the host will press record, and it takes all of the audio. Uh, basically, you record it. It records from your own machine. And then after you're done with it, it uploads it to Zencaster or whatever, and the host is or whoever the editor is able to download it and then put it all together. That's cool. Yeah, so it's at at least it's all synced. So it's still a separate audio tracks, but it's all synced. Yeah, that's that's the only part that matters. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so our good friend Cyberpunk Monk does all the editing for that. Uh, I do think Zencaster is a monthly subscription though i think it's like five or ten bucks a month uh that wouldn't surprise me but if we were you know if we were popular enough to be making like a hundred bucks a month that would be worth it right yeah but uh anyway so where can we find you aroa you can go over to that good old aroa dot website uh there's lots of stuff there lots of links to stuff your stuff my stuff car stuff you know stuff I, I like the idea that you you could just put just should just put random people stuff on there You're like oh i like this guy <laughs> and it's like what uh, that'll that'll be uh that'll be I'll, I'll make a i'll make a header or you know like like a little nav bar at the top that's just plain links and then like one of them will be like my link page and then it's a page to like other websites that i like because yeah. <laughs> that was a thing that people used to do I, yes, yes. Now we just post on Facebook, right? Like you just you just share on yeah. Facebook. Uh, also, everybody yeah, boycott sure, Facebook. They suck. Facebook sucks. I'm only saying that because yeah. I. I just oh yeah, you, you don't work there anymore. <laughs> I don't work there anymore. Uh, it's, uh, it was it was nice. My manager messaged me. Well, my supervisor's messaged me before I left, and he's like, "Just so you know, you were the." You you picked up this job faster than anyone else I've trained, and I was like, "Well, that's nice. Sucks I'm getting let go, but thanks." Uh, anyway, uh, you can find me Nathan Reed Spruth. I'm every, I'm on a row dot website, and you can also find me on Twitter and YouTube and Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Those are basically where you're gonna find me at Reeton. Uh, you can also find this podcast, this very podcast, at Reeton Podcast, pretty much everywhere you can find podcasts, uh, including Spotify, iTunes, etc. If you're on iTunes and you're listening to this, uh, rate us. Give us a rating and a review. And when I see that rating or review, I will uh, speak about it on said podcast. So, uh, what games have you played this week? Um, You know... Uh... Not not a ton. Um, mainly been playing WoW Classic. Uh, just trying to trying to get somewhere in terms of of profession leveling and leveling in general because it's Burning Crusade now, and you know you, you got to stretch. Already the leveling was really slow, but now they're they're having to stretch ten levels over the course of an entire expansion, so it's really slow. Yeah. Um, and also, like, since so with current WoW, uh, every expansion, uh, the profession 
is a separate thing uh, for that expansion. So you don't have to know or you don't have to have leveled every other version of that profession to get up to the current expansion's profession level. Right. Uh, not so in Burning Crusade. In Burning Crusade, they expect you to have 300 of both your, your gathering and, uh, what, what is it, crafting professions, assuming that you have one of each. Uh, they, they expect you to have both of those at max level when the new expansion comes out so that you can then start gathering or whatever from level 300 on up. Um, so I'm having to walk around and pick flowers uh, for most of my my time playing right now. And that's been just... Yeah, honestly, it's been kind of kind of nice. I kind of enjoy the uh, just the slow paced, uh, no pressure, uh, just kind of hanging out and uh, picking flowers. Uh, sometimes fishing because I'm doing uh, herbalism and alchemy, and alchemy requires some fish for some reason. So uh, sometimes I have to go fishing, and hey, yeah, you got to turn those fish into. Uh, chicken nuggets, I guess. I, what? Why? Uh, oil. Uh, it's oil. oil. Oh, that makes sense. Fish oil makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there's there are black mouths and uh, there are these fire thing. I don't know, but black mouths make black mouth oil, which then make uh, swimming related potions. Uh, and the fire ones make fire oil for other stuff that I don't think I can even actually make yet. Um, and I'm sure that there will be more, but I, uh, yeah, it, it's a little tedious, not going to lie. Uh, and I'd kind of rather be leveling, but at the same time, um, again, since it's classic leveling is a goddamn nightmare, uh, whenever you're doing, trying to do it via questing. Um, oh yeah. Because all the resources are, I mean, you know how, how it is in, in, Final Fantasy, so oh yeah. Uh, but it <laughs> in classic WoW, when you hit something, it is tagged for you, and only you will get the rewards from killing it, no matter what, uh, yeah. unless you're in a party. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're going to quest, uh, and the quest is kill eight of these guys you are fighting with every other person who's currently doing that quest, which since the expansions came out a week ago is just about everybody, uh, especially this weekend. Cause it's the, it was the first weekend of the expansion. So like you didn't get to play it throughout the week. There are a lot of people playing on the weekend. Um, so yeah, I just haven't bothered trying to level through questing. Uh, I've done a few dungeons um, that hasn't been too bad. Uh, it's just taking a lot of getting used to because of the class that I'm playing and just the, the pace of the combat is so fundamentally different from what retail wow is. Uh, I'm very curious, uh, to see how things play out as classic evolves. I'm assuming that they will end up going up to, uh, cataclysm um i'm assuming they won't do cataclysm but i'm assuming they'll go up to cataclysm and i kind of want to see how 
things are at that point because I don't really know when the philosophy changed from yeah. this very slow methodical uh combat to what it is now which is like a a pseudo action combat game by comparison so i was thinking that they might go to like wings of the goddess or not wings of the goddess uh wrath of the lich king yeah so i'm i'm saying i because the game is kind of uh, post there, there's pre-cataclysm and post-cataclysm, more or oh, less, okay. uh, with how the the world of World of Warcraft is. Like the map is completely different after cataclysm. Oh, really? So because I know, like, yeah. like again, I I played WoW literally until like level seventeen when it first released. So oh, okay, and it was like on my friend's account. Uh, and I just, what I remember about it, it was basically two different continents. Um, uh, so, so that's the, the world is, um, primarily two different continents, at least in the, in the original game. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of, with every expansion, add another landmass, uh, to go to, but with Cataclysm, they redid the map of the, like everything in the entire world um cataclysm was more or less their way of revamping the entire game to add uh or to make it to where like um flying actually has a utility outside of just going faster um and like you aren't just flying over these barren landscapes um they redid quests for pretty much everything like it, it is a completely different game post cataclysm because uh, so, the idea is, is basically what uh, what happened with Final Fantasy fourteen. That's what I was like, going to say. That that yeah, a a an un, unbelievably powerful god being destroyed the world more or less, and and it was remade. Um, and that's what happened with Cataclysm. A, a dragon comes and essentially destroys all of Azeroth. And post Cataclysm is what happened whenever everyone kind of picked up the pieces, like. The capital cities aren't even the same. Uh, like they, they're they're the same name, but they're, they're differently designed. Uh, like just a lot. There's a lot. You know so. what I would. You know what I would do if I was in charge. Is something that they will never do. This is not going to happen. It's just something I think would be cool. Is get to. What what was the expansion before Cataclysm? I think it was Wrath. Okay, so get to Wrath of the Lich King, and then I would have an well, I would have another team right now working on a, an expansion that would that's follow only classic. That's only like yeah, it would be a classic WoW expansion, but like it basically an alternate version of what Cataclysm would have been. Yeah, well, it, like it, it then the timelines branch off and it follows the same that that's what i've been saying is that i think it would be fascinating if uh, assuming the classic retains the popularity that it has which to my knowledge classic is more popular than retail um i i think it would be fascinating for them to do exactly that where they get to the point where okay now we're at cataclysm and we can't have these these two things coexist. We can't do Cataclysm in Classic without changing the map and like everything about how the game works. So instead, 
they branch off and they just start developing new content or adapting the content from Cataclysm to the philosophy of Classic WoW. I think that would be really neat. I, I don't think it would work uh, to adapt shit, but if if they just made new content using that same way of thinking, I think that'd be really cool. So, yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to one of your uh, previous points when you talked about leveling through questing. Uh, so that was pretty unique of WoW back in the day. Most MMOs before WoW, you didn't get experience points from, from quests. Oh. So like Final Fantasy XI and I believe EverQuest, you didn't get experience points from the quest. You got experience points from killing monsters, and that's it. <laughs> so I mean, like half the time you don't even get equipment from quests. So if you didn't get XP, I don't even I wouldn't even quest. Jesus. No, there there are there are reasons to quest in like Final Fantasy. Like the quests in like World or uh, EverQuest and Final Fantasy would give you better equipment. Like yeah, that, that's like what it I'm was, saying. Like it was it, actually as long as there's equipment, there's a reason at least. But then there was like there's uh for Final Fantasy eleven, uh each of the towns, uh Sandoria, Bastok, and Windurst all had like a reputation meter. And you had to do certain quests in those towns. You, not really certain quests, just any quest really in that town. And it would raise your reputation. And when you raised your reputation enough, you could get really cool. You could buy really cool items with you certain could, currency. Okay, uh, WoW has that as well. That's, yeah. uh, there's a reputation system. And then once you reach uh, particular uh, points with your reputation, um, you unlock stuff you can buy from the quartermaster of the faction that you have reputation. Exactly. Exactly the same thing. So in final fantasy. Uh, so, so like there was one quest that my friend was trying to raise up his wet reputation in Windurst. And so I told you about the, the ships, right? The, the, the boats taking like 15 minutes to go to the place. Cause they yeah. actually took the trip. Uh, Airships were the same thing, but they were a lot quicker. It was like three minute. It was like a three minute trip from city to city. And he would take a ship to, from Winders to Bastok. I think it was Bastok. It could have been Sandoria. Um, and he would just fill up his inventory with um, cornets or cornets, however you say it. Um, basically, like head, like uh, this really cheap headgear. And then he would fly back to Winders. And turn in all of those for a, a repeatable quest. And he just did this for like two or three hours, just trying to raise his reputation up. <laughs> so that's that's MMOs. They're they're fun. I, I like them. Uh, so did you play anything other than WoW? Um, yeah, no, not really. There's um, like I, I know nobody actually cares, but. Uh, there's there's a big event going on in Azure Azure Lane right now, um, and that's the mobile game that I've been playing for the most part with uh, anime boat girls. Um, again, I, I know nobody cares, but uh, it's a uh, it's a really fun event uh, where you you need to keep uh, buying loot boxes over and over again 
in the hopes to get uh i think it's a it's a 1.7 percent chance of getting a new maximum rare girl that comes with uh the uh, all all the max rare girls will now be animated uh so that's uh that's cool i like i like that she has an animated portrait um yeah uh, go go in there join my guild in azure lane and uh and and grind uh grind money with me you know Do i need it. a i need to buy the dot entertainment domain that way i've written entertainment dot entertainment why would you do written entertainment dot entertainment? Because <laughs> I think it's why funny. wouldn't you just do written dot entertainment? Because I think written entertainment dot entertainment sounds funnier. <laughs> okay, I mean it is funnier. I agree <laughs> But uh, you know, th- th- did you you didn't play anything else? Just WoW Classic and Azure Lane. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I, I played some VR. Uh, which yeah. I think the left speaker in my index is dying. No. And I don't know what the hell to do about that. No, that's uh, awful. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'm I might have to I have a I have a little USB sound device. So I'm probably gonna end up having to plug that into the the whatever the hell the thing's called on the front, the little fronk or whatever. Yeah. And uh, uh more headphones. I need to set up my VR in my new place. I haven't set it up yet. Yeah, I've only you, been here two days. Do you have a decent amount of space there? Uh, I'm using my entire living room. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to have... I need to move my... There's a table in my living room, and my girlfriend's like, oh, use it as like a dining room table. And I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm moving it so I have more space for VR. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Um, uh, assuming you have a TV in there, though, you might want to get like one of those plexiglass covers. No. No TV or something. Okay, cool. Nope, nope. It's all it is. It is it is my office. It is my computer room. Is my living room. Nice. So, because nobody else is living with me, and the only person who comes over is my girlfriend, and so she doesn't care. Uh, she does want me to get a couch because it couch uh, would be nice. Well, it's not even because of like of just oh, I want to. It, it would be nice to have a couch. Uh, she wants me to have a couch somewhere so that I, when she is sleeping over and she wakes up in the middle of the night, she can go and sleep on the couch. Because she's weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it either, but whatever. I'm, um, I'm not going to judge. No, I'm, it's fine. It's fine. She's, it just happens. Um, but anyway, the the games I played this week is I believe on Monday I played Halo. I don't even remember. Uh, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I played that Solasta game. Uh, that's included with Game Pass now. And I don't I don't know if you would like it. Uh, actually, you probably would. It's like Divinity, Original Sin. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is that the, the one that's like based on uh, some... It's not D&D rules. But no, it's, 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 it's D&D 5. Stand oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. They called it something weird in the description, so I, I wasn't sure. I'm pr- I'm like 90% sure it's, it's D&D 5. It's Solasta, Crown of the Magistar. Um, it is uh, surprisingly good. There are some bad things about it. One of the bad things is the, the animations. Um, <laughs> the, 
like the character models i would urge you to go like to the steam page and just look at the character model they have there uh one of the pictures because it is not good uh but they, they call it the srd 5.1 rule set oh i see i see i think think it's basically just dnd dungeons and dragons srd 5.0 i've never heard that, of that yeah maybe it's standard something something maybe that's uh, it standard rule something uh but it's I'm it's gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up Keep the going. story is good the character i wish they had more classes that you could be but i i understand that with a game like this you want to just nail it down to like the base classes uh especially if you're a small studio which it seems like these guys are a small studio um it's it's done by tactical adventures it's such a small studio they gave me a free key yeah <laughs> that's you, you know they're you know they're small in that case yeah uh but I, I but honestly i think it's great uh it's it's been a it's been a really good game and i urge if especially if you guys have game pass Go and download it on Game Pass. If you like Divinity Original Sin, uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker, the old Baldur's Gate games, uh, I think that you would really like it. I thought it was really cool because in one of the, the major battles that I've fought so far, um, one of the enemies started flying. And I know that doesn't sound like much, but having that Z direction in a game like this just seems really cool. I haven't got flying myself, uh, but you can have uh, people that go flying. And then I had one of my uh, ladies is really good with arrows. And so I shot an arrow at the guy and he failed his concentration check and fell to the ground. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Uh, and then also, as you're playing through the game, uh, if you go through the, the options, you can customize how your dice look. You can use different dice. And it actually shows you the rolls uh, when your dice rolls. That way, when you roll That's a cool. two, when you roll a two, and you're like "fuck," uh, it makes sense <laughs> because <laughs> that's how it goes. Uh, but I, but I really do think that it's a good game. So uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Again, I'm streaming on I'm streaming it on Twitch Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, six p.m. Pacific time to nine p.m. Pacific time. And you really need to start talking me out because. Uh, you and me talking about old WoW is making me want to play Final Fantasy XI again, and that's not a good thing. Oh, God. Uh, uh, because <laughs> because I would be like, hey, Aroa, I'll buy this for you if you'll play it with me. No. <laughs> you'll be like, no, why am I downloading it? Uh, but No. Um, also, uh, SRD is the systems reference document uh, which uh, are the guidelines for publishing content under the open gaming license. So um, it's just... It's... it's the rules for making a game using the D&D rule set so that you don't accidentally infringe on Wizard of the Coast's uh, copyright. Right. Okay. It's... It's... Uh, it's basically just like when they would early like in uh the early 2000s i think there were a lot of games that came out uh 90s as well that were just d20 games 
Um, yeah. Like the like the know your role uh, WWE tabletop game uh, that I own. <laughs> that uh, you know it used a D twenty rule set, and that's probably what it is. It's just the D twenty rule set. They just changed the name more of or it. less. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's good. Anybody that has Game Pass, just go and download it. I I think you would have fun. So. Let's move on to some news stories. Oh, and by the way, on Friday, I didn't play any games because I was going to try to stream. Uh, but I woke up at 6 a.m. And at 7 a.m., my roommate, my former roommate, and I started moving all my stuff over here. And we didn't, I didn't get done until like 530. Um, because th- thankfully, I, so I had to go back after I got all the stuff moved over. I had to go back there. Uh, grab my TV, which was the last thing that was there, and uh, like clean my bedrooms, like pick up all the big stuff, vacuum stuff like that. And uh, shout out to my girlfriend who cleaned my bathroom for me. Um, <laughs> so she, like, I told my former roommate, I was like, "Yeah, Angel uh, said that she was gonna go and uh, she was gonna clean the bathroom," and he's like, "Yes, she's gonna do much better job than you would." and i was like i know right uh so anyway let's move on and we'll talk about some news stories uh first news Uh, story oh is not something apparently i was gonna i was gonna i'm gonna cut you off i'm just curious because i just noticed this today in discord have you seen the stage discovery feature i have no idea what that is me neither i i didn't until I, I was I, I went on the the home screen on my laptop, because uh, it was it, it just was there, and I, there's this stage discovery button underneath the friends button, and it seems to be a Discord streaming platform of sorts, uh, where like you can have uh like podcasts or or uh competitions or shows q a sessions all that kind of stuff where you don't have to necessarily have people join your server um but you can have people join a public call so to speak um and people can't talk by default they can ask to talk they can raise their hand and you can you can bring them onto the stage so that they can talk. It's a really cool idea. Um, yeah, um, I just I, I had not seen that, and I didn't know if you if that was something that had been around for a while, and I just didn't notice or what. I think it may have been around for a while, or they may have had bots that allow you to do stuff like that before. Um, because I know that like uh, certain YouTube channels will take calls, and they'll do it through Discord like that. Yeah, I, I know that there was like a manual. You could do it manually, basically, but I okay. never knew that like there was a way to do it with uh, like like functionality built into Discord that has this audience sort of feature. Because uh, like yeah, there there's like a voice acting competition going on, and there's 150 people listening. Uh, there's a talent show of all things uh, with like 200 people. Like it's it's kind of weird. That's uh, but cool. cool. Are you gonna Are you gonna yeah. try it? Are we Are we gonna try uh, it? Are, is my next I, podcast going to be on Discord stage? 
I, I, I was, I was going to say, maybe we could do that for the podcast. I mean, I know no one's going to actually listen to it, but I just going to want to try it, try it out and see how the, the platform works. Yeah. And that'd be interesting. That It would be a cool way to like do, uh, like have it be a, a uh, kind of interactive companion. Oh yeah. Yeah. A, a companion thing to live streaming. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was cool. There's a Mythbusters game coming out. What? Yeah. Uh, it's in, it says coming soon, release date coming soon. Mythbusters the game Crazy Experiment Simulator. Plan, build, and explode things in the simulation game. Solve all the myths and get as many viewers as possible by recording your own Mythbusters episode. Simulate the process of planning, creating, and testing myths. Be an engineer, Uh scientist, and mathematician in one place. It's from Playway SA, so who knows whether it'll actually be good. (laughs) Probably not, but I was just scrolling through Steam, and uh, I saw that, so... Oh, um, man, what a nice pre-rendered trailer. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on and talk about <laughs> another MMO, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis is arriving on June 9th, three days from now. <clears throat> Are you going to play it? I don't know. Don't you and like so, you like you liked Fantasy Star Online too? I thought I really like Fantasy Star Online too. I really do. Um, it's mainly just that like the game is fucking huge, and it's hard to justify keeping it on my hard drive when I have other games to play. Particularly whenever I'm also trying to play WoW, like it's it's a very common problem now where like every game is a live service that expects you to log in every day and do all this shit that takes forever and like i just don't know how i can justify going back to pso2 whenever i'm gonna have to install like three other games and then play it for like an hour a day yeah that's Um, the problem i have is just dedicating so much time to an mmo is just it's difficult for me, especially with work and stuff. But and I, I really, really want to try out the, the new everything because it's, it's sort of, like, well, I mean, the name New Genesis kind of implies like it, it's kind of a revamp of everything. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really do want to know, but like, I'm probably not going to do it anytime soon. This is. The sum of it. I might, I might download it, but yeah, same thing. It's just, I the, part of the problem I have with like newer MMOs is a lot of newer MMOs don't really require you to group up with people, uh, and I know a lot of people like that. You know, they they want to be able to solo the game, uh, but part of the reason I played like Final Fantasy. Uh, or any of the other MMOs that I played was because I had friends that played it and I wanted to make new friends. Uh, and so 
if I want to play a single player game, I'll just play a single player game. So I don't know how new how new Genesis is going to handle that, but I'm assuming it's going to be a lot more solo friendly than I than I like. Oh, wait a minute. I think I may have fundamentally misunderstood what new Genesis is cuz I thought it was just an expansion for PSO2. No, it's like an entirely but... new game basically. Yeah, like the lore is reset essentially because it takes place thousands of years after PSO2. Then why like, call it PlayStation? Didn't with PlayStation. Why call it Fantasy Star Online Two? Then why not Fantasy Star Online Three? Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't get it. That's weird and confusing. Yeah. Huh. Well. Maybe the install size will be a little smaller. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, you're probably right. But like, but uh, I guess like the focus is on like big open maps. I thought that it was just like they were doing like um, uh, there was uh, uh, War, uh, Warframe what was it uh, where Warframe did an expansion where like they added a new map that is really big and open. Like, I thought that's what they were doing, but it looks like, no, it's just all the maps are going to be big, wide open, and you can, like, dash around, like, in a normal character action game and shit. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it looks, uh, it looks good. I, I might, I might install it and try to play it, but we'll see. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I get see. the, the character creator. Oh. I didn't know that that was a thing either. Oh, cool. God, the character creator on its own is almost three gigs. Yep. That sounds about right. Okay, let's move on. Uh, second story yeah. is Itchio's indie bundle for Palestinian aid is live and contains over 1,000 games. Um, oh, time to buy that. Not to, not to get too political, but uh, basically uh, we, the, the Palestinian people need our help. And, uh, you know, we... I would urge anybody to to go there and support them because there's a lot of people who are losing their housing because uh, Israel is bombing their houses, uh, which seems like not a good thing. Uh, and if yeah. anybody's listening to this that wants to be like, oh, well, Palestinians started at first, and it's like, well, that's a shitty reason to bomb civilians. Like, <laughs> it's not a good reason <laughs> To make it so that people lose their homes. I'm sorry. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, hopefully this will help out. They're trying to raise $500,000. Uh, they are at $347,000, right, at the time of recording, which is, of course, June 6, 2021. Uh, I'm trying to look and see if there's any actual good games from this, but they have like a thousand games. There's got to be at just, at least the the probability that there are some good games in there has to be greater than zero. Um, I know I saw Hacknet on there, which I th uh, is technically a good game. Some things in here aren't actually games. Also. Yeah, a lot uh, of them. A lot of them, them are, are books. Or like I know with the other Itchio one, like they had asset packs and stuff. Um, oh my! Did so they, they have. Is that? Is what? Is what? 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 Uh, hold on. Okay, I will. Oh. I will hold on. 
what's up weird. so they have the soundtrack for learn japanese to survive but they don't seem to have the actual game learn japanese to survive i think i got that That's... from the last one. Oh, maybe uh let me check my games but i have i know i have yeah uh i have let's learn japanese hiragana hiragana but i do not have learn japanese to well, let's survive. learn japanese is a different thing yeah right 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 uh let um, me check here learn food flinger vr that oh sounds... nope nope i have uh learn japanese to survive hiragana battle oh okay I, uh, I have this that one's, from uh, kanji combat. Oh, okay. Whatever. Um, but yeah, they have Hacknet. Not I gonna saw lie, they're okay. Yeah, Hacknet is like is the first game in the list that I actually recognize. Um, yes. A lot of these are okay. That's kind of cool. It's there's a card game where the cards are philosophers. <laughs> that's silly that's silly i'm is, i was hoping that this silly. i was hoping that oh, there's this nog what's nog nog uh is from double fine it's like a little point and click puzzle thing uh it says here the headliner for the bundle uh encapsulates the horror of the situation in palestine titled uh lila and the shadows of war created by rashid something uh, in a Palestinian, uh, the game is, yeah, is based <laughs> off the true and devastating events that occur in Gaza due to the war with Israel. This is definitely a first. Blah blah on my plate too. Uh, as for the other games, I'm looking forward to playing. I noticed uh, Calico and Cook, uh, Serve Delicious, Serve Delicious Two, Cook uh, Serve Delicious. Oh, it's because of the commas. I think it's a. I was like, oh, that's a different game. Uh, oh, just because yeah. of, um, anyway, uh, cook serve delicious two are on the oh, list. Super is hot, and super is hot is on there as well. Yeah, um, um, minute nuclear throne signs of the sojourner, anodyne, and Orwell. Um, art school that's that's a cool one. I, yeah. I, I bought that, yeah. So, uh, and and there's a thousand. Thanks. As I said, like the probability that some of these games are good has to be greater than zero. Uh, yeah. Just, just by process of elimination, something has to. The only thing that I, I don't like about these is I wish more popular indie devs would support this. Um, like putting something like Binding of Isaac or Super Meat Boy or um, any of the other like like uh what's what's the one Fez. Something like that on here would help just boost this, right? Uh, well, and I wish that I, more. Huh? I was gonna. Say, I don't want to be. I don't want to be like that. But I would not be surprised if a lot of those devs don't want to. Don't want to piss anybody off by doing what appears to be a political thing, uh, even though this money is not. It, mind you, this money doesn't like go to the Palestinian government. Or something yeah. like that. Like it's not funding the war in Palestine. Like it's funding relief for all the civilians who are being fucked over by this religious war between a couple of groups of fucking zealots that yeah. won't shut the hell up and just 
leave better enough alone stop killing each other over a promised land that doesn't matter yeah like <sighs> the bible's stupid um it 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 says in well, the bible like the it, it says bible, in the bible the, the quran yeah both of both of them but like it says in the bible you know thou shall not kill right but then neither of these groups are christians uh doesn't matter uh the torah or whatever um because yeah. israel follows the old testament um yeah. or israel follows uh, the torah uh, palestine Pal uh, palestine is is muslim right i believe so i uh, i i thought that was the case yeah and um so in not the the christian bible but the the torah or whatever it's called um you know they they say thou shalt not kill in the old testament and then they're like oh yeah by the way all those canaanites yeah go murder those guys it's fucking yeah. hypocritical um but anyway beca because that <laughs> land is your Duran land is, is forward enough to be like i don't know fuck it kill it kill all the non-believers <laughs> yeah but no um, it's it's a peaceful religion it's it, they're they're it, they're both that, it, yeah. look, you're, you're taking you're taking it out of context really it, it doesn't it, uh, it doesn't just say to kill everyone who doesn't believe in your religion yes it does yes it does yeah anyway support uh the palestinian uh people who are getting screwed over who are just trying to live their lives and then they're basically told hey hey you have an hour to get get out of your apartment and you're going to lose everything. It, as I said earlier, I moved. It took me all day to move everything out of my part or my, out of my rooms. Imagine if it's A, an entire family, and B, you're getting told you have to get out of there in an hour. Just insane. I mean, assuming that you get any warning before a fucking mortar shell goes through your roof. The, 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 one thing about this is uh, it, it's terrible, and they kill like 80% of civilians when, when Israel attacks Palestine, uh, Palestine. But the problem is, or the good thing is, when they're going after a building like that, like a, when they're going after a apartment complex or something, they do always give an hour warning. Or they give a warning. Usually it's an hour. Um, so they um, give them some warning to evacuate the premises. And and also, if you're wondering, why aren't we sending aid to Israel? It's because our government is. <laughs> billions and billions and billions of dollars that we give to them. Um, anyway, let's move on before we anger nobody. Nobody listens to this. Um, <laughs> and if they do, well, I don't want them to. What's something that's worse than the Israeli government? De novo. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, now everyone's mad. <laughs> <laughs> so Denuvo is uh, is a DRM that's been on a lot of different games recently, and uh, we've spoken about it before. People have been able to break Denuvo, uh, but it's it's pretty difficult uh, because of the way that they encrypt it. It's like every Denuvo unlock has its own key, right? Is that is that yeah. what it's yeah? And yeah, all of that's done at a server level. Yeah, basically, if you want to crack Denuvo without um, finding some kind of, as it's known, a side channel attack that would allow you to like extract the key from the locally running process somehow, like unless you can find some way of doing that, which Denuvo's kind of patched a lot of those over time, uh, you're having to break encryption 
manually, which is virtually impossible. Um, unless you just either get really lucky or you have a supercomputer. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Denuvo, it's not great because it is such an intrusive DRM that not only does it stop you from playing your games if you pirate them, uh, but it also will literally increase load times and decrease FPS. Uh, so they have removed Denuvo from certain games, and it has increased performance, such as they recently removed it from Monster Hunter World, and it has increased uh, performance and decreased load times. Um, I'm not a huge fan of... of, of it, what the heck? It says back in 2029... We tested Denuvo's performance impact on the title. <laughs> I think they meant 2019. Um, <laughs> Devil May Cry Denuvo performance impact tested and found that the technology has minimal impact on the performance in most circumstances. Denuvo's Did removal. Proofread this sentence. I know, right? Did you see it? it was back in 2019. Yep. We tested the performance impact back in 20 or back in 2029. We tested it back in 2019. <laughs> yeah I, I yes um so i just want everyone to know that i have become a writer for overclocks no I'm, I'm i'm kidding i'm kidding um whoever wrote this just had a goof it's fine um denuvo's removal from uh double may cry 5 gave the game marginally higher frame rates and cpu limited scenarios and faster load times the game, same benefits are likely to avail be available for monster hunter world's new denuvo free version all mentions of Denuvo have been removed from the game, uh, from the Steam page, further confirming that the anti-tamper technology has been removed from the game. Monster Hunter World's latest update also decreased the game's install size by 481 megabytes. Good lord. That's, like, okay, it's not a ton of space, right? But that's a lot of space for an anti-hack thing. <laughs> Like that's that's half a gig. That's that's pretty substantial. Um a storage saving that is consistent with removing Denuvo from other large games. So apparently Denuvo takes up half a gig. Um Yeah, so hopefully Monster Hunter World gets better uh you know, load times and performance. But here's the deal that I see with this. Um that mo that's kind of telling me that they don't care about monster hunter world that much anymore like the people who wanted to buy monster hunter world have already purchased monster hunter world it was released like years ago at this point so they're probably just like yeah whatever we'll just remove it is there a licensing fee for denuvo i would imagine there would be uh yes um my if I remember correctly, there is an upfront fee, and then also they take a percentage of sales for a length of time. I wonder if that might be part of the reason. I wonder if they didn't want to up that for this particular game, and they're like, "We're not getting like, yeah, we're we're selling stuff, but it's it doesn't matter. Like, we'll just get rid of this, and we'll make a little bit more profit." Um, well, I've never understood putting Denuvo on a game like this anyway. I understand for something like Cyberpunk, uh, which ironically didn't have it because it was released on GOG, but um, I, don't, I don't understand when it's a game that is so very focused on multiplayer um, 
like any any live service sort of game uh or multiplayer focused game like what do you need denuvo for your game server that it has to be connected to all the time would i would assume be the better drm method yeah like i i yeah i guess somebody could like make a server emulator but that's not something that happens overnight and it's not really something piracy groups give a shit about like piracy groups just get a kick out of breaking whatever drm you do have and then releasing it because it's fun like, yeah I don't, know. I don't get it i agree it would be fun uh but yeah it's uh it's it's interesting that they they have removed this but monster hunter world i uh, i would say is a good game i know monster hunter rise just came out on the switch right and monster hunter rise is going to be coming out next year for the pc i'm waiting until it comes out to the you can P- play it right now PC. on uh you can play it right now on an emulator at 60 fps really on uh what was the switch emulator simu no ryujinx really there are a couple, but Ryujinx can run it at 1620p at 60 FPS. That's a really odd resolution. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it'll I mean, work. Have you played it? Have you done this? No, I don't I don't care about Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter's a series that I, it's it's one of those series I want to like. Like yeah. it's got everything that I would think that I would like in a game like uh, you know, it's it's convoluted. <laughs> it's it's got a challenge. It's got a challenge, but it's not that much. It's not insurmountable. It's not like Dark Souls it, for me, right? Like, yeah, and it, it's it's like it's got really weighty, satisfying, chunky combat, and like actually get, killing one of those big monsters and like getting the satisfaction of carving out, you know, what what you need from it. Like that's all really really cool and satisfying. Um, but it's so boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's real from. Uh, they they did fix some of what my problem was with world. Uh, they did, they did. Like like it, you don't run around for half an hour just trying to find the fucking thing that you're hunting for. But it's and if still it runs just, a, like if it runs away, like you can see the tracks like on your map where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, you can very easily track things because the the last Monster Hunter I had played before I played World was uh, the one on the Wii U, and then before that, uh, I played. I think it's was it Try. I think was one of the PSP ones. Yeah, and um, then they that I played Monster Hunter Three Ultimate. Or oh, Monster that, uh, Hunter, yeah, the I, Wii, the Wii version. I, the, the Wii, Wii U, the, the Wii, the Wii U one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was the one that I had played before World. Um and I played uh I played one that was on 3DS, but it was basically the same thing as as the Wii U one. Um yeah. But like yeah, I I like World more than those others, but it's just I like I I do uh, like what they're doing. I do like what they did because you know, a lot of games like Final Fantasy, they keep changing trying to like be more accessible and like more mainstream and a lot of games do it where like they have a good you know first few games or whatnot and then it just like they try to make it too mass appealing uh and i like that with monster hunter games yes they are working on making it like more have that mass appeal 
but they're still keeping that core gameplay and not changing it too much. Uh, yeah. That would so it doesn't alienate the old fans too. Um, yeah, they they are they know what works and they they only improve on that, and I I, th- I think that's really respectable. Yeah, I just wish they were fun. <laughs> I, just, I just wish I could have fun with them. Uh, I, you know, honestly, um, if you if you like that that sort of uh, feeling, uh, PSO two is like a much more faster paced version of that. I played Same. it. I mean, I'm I'm again probably gonna download New Genesis when it releases, or Final Fantasy eleven. It's one of the two. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be getting if if for some reason like God don't go back to Final Fantasy eleven. Come on, they're releasing new content this year. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It's almost twenty years old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Be and like it's a new EverQuest expansion coming out. They do that every six months or so. They release don't, a new. Don't. <laughs> it's I true. realized it after I said it. I know. That, oh God, they do do that. Yep. Yep. So, uh, but the and but the thing is, Final Fantasy XI's been in maintenance mode for like four years, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're still releasing content." I'm like, "You don't know what maintenance mode means." And they're like, "Yeah, we got new storyline co- stuff coming up soon." It's like, "What? <laughs> what? Stop it!" Uh, well, classic thing is really profitable, so we're we're just gonna make money off of you schmucks. You know what they should do, and I and I 100% believe that they should do this is roll Final Fantasy XI into the Final Fantasy XIV sub. Like, why they don't have, like, you pay the, I think it's... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying, yeah. I think it's 15 bucks a month for Final Fantasy XIV. Just include yeah. Final Fantasy XI in there. I, I can tell you why they don't do that. Money? It's because it's run by Square Enix, and yeah. they make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, money. I, I know it's money, but... I still yeah. think that they should do that, um, especially since they, I, I think they said at the end that, that after this storyline content, uh, they're done, like they're actually going to be sure done. But I, I don't, I don't believe that for five minutes. Uh, last story. Let's move on to the last story, and this one was actually one that you brought up. Uh, something about YouTube. That's what you said. Watching Hold YouTube on. at work. Uh, it says, oh yeah. Uh, it says Supreme on. Court narrows to... scope of sweeping cybercrime law. Uh, yeah, the justices yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. Okay. So uh, the the short version of this uh, is there was a law passed in 1986 called the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, um, which is kind of the basis for uh, our anti-hacking uh litigation like if if you break into a system that you're not supposed to uh then you can be charged under this law well um it appears that there was also a facet of this law which said if you go into something that you do have the right to go into but then you do something in there that you shouldn't do then it's a federal crime um and this overturns that uh so because technically under that law 
and what I meant by the by what I posted is that technically you could be sued or or tried uh under federal law if you are watching YouTube on your work computer and you didn't like ask your boss if you could watch YouTube. Um anything that you do on a computer that you aren't explicitly authorized to do or 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 meant to do uh was technically illegal um oh. so there was, there was yeah i have um, committed a lot of felonies me too uh, <laughs> so, so and, and and like this even goes on to if you sign up for a facebook account under a fake name um put uh, uh somebody else's picture on your dating profile uh lie about your favorite song on your dating profile wow um, like it, it made absolutely no sense for any of this to be illegal um right. like it it just doesn't make any sense uh like it's some of the dissenting opinion is like well you can't it, it, we shouldn't get we shouldn't completely overturn this law because like well it'd be like letting a valet take your car for a joyride when that's not even close to what any of this is uh and honestly like in my opinion uh this this is one of those situations where it comes down to whoever is in control of the platform slash computer system uh just needs to do a better job of locking down their own shit uh my that, there's no reason for there to be a law stipulating that if you're allowed to do something then you you if you're allowed to do something but you're not supposed to do it then it's illegal like that's that's yeah. dumb my um my former boss told me uh well he was my supervisor so like a month and a half ago i found out that my contract was shortened uh through no fault of my own no fault of my boss it was just the facebook sucks uh and so he's like yeah uh you know until you know july when when your contract ends i don't really foresee you doing very much on site so uh watch youtube <laughs> and i was like all right <laughs> so he really did not care <laughs> Um, watch Facebook Live and only yeah. Facebook Live. <laughs> you have to you watch, watch Instagram Live. TV if you really want to. <laughs> uh, I don't know what all uh, what all they you can only you can play uh, VR at work, but you have to get an Oculus. Um, <laughs> yes, but yeah, it was. I've I've if that's the case, which I guess that was overturned, right? That's what we were saying was that. You Correct. can yeah, you the, can watch YouTube yeah. at work. Okay. You well, you can't be you can't be tried in in it's, court. Yeah. It's not federally it's not a felony to watch YouTube at work. Right. Um, but you probably shouldn't, especially if it's a managed product because they can see that. So you watch it on your other computer while while you work from home. <laughs> That's what I do. Um but anyway, like, I, I, that's silly. Cause I would, at, at my last job, which maybe this is why they let me go, um, you know, I would sit and I would watch YouTube all the time while I do my work and stuff. But, uh, it's 
or on downtime or or on your break, right? Like uh, when yeah. I worked at Sony, I wouldn't watch YouTube or anything while I was on the job, but when I was on lunch, I would throw up YouTube and nobody cared because everybody did it. So everybody does this, um, which means that everyone probably has committed a felony. So <laughs> I am very happy that they are getting rid of this. And I think that uh, you probably should still ask your boss before you you know sit down and watch YouTube all day at work. Probably. If you know. really want to. Or, or just don't. And then um, get a VPN or something. That's what I did when I was at <laughs> my previous job. I had a VPN, so they couldn't see what I was doing. Um, and I installed that on my uh, my work computer, which is probably another <laughs> felony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and, 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 you know, that that is another thing. Like, I, I know we're... we're we're pretty much done here, but yeah. Um, the the good thing too that barring the fact that all right, we're no longer federal criminals. Uh, <laughs> Yay! For, you know, watching <clears throat> YouTube. Uh, but this also protects people who may not be aware that they aren't allowed to do certain things, but they have the ability to. Uh, because before this was overturned, there was the potential that say so like you i believe have worked for a shitty uh place before oh, yeah, yeah a that, couple that times yeah be incredibly petty about things yeah um and we we know that the the place that i previously worked for was incredibly petty and disgusting um i that i literally still have nightmares about working there um and, and under this law prior to this overturning if I would have, say, gotten uh, caught uh, doing something that I wasn't necessarily supposed to do but could do on their computer system, they could have literally sued me over it, yep. and I would have lost, which is awful and horrifying. But, like, there are plenty of companies which may have even done that at some point. Who knows? Yeah. Like, and that's horrifying. Uh, but at least that can't happen anymore. Um, I think the the main thing uh, that I I remember reading it, it was either in this article or an, or another article about it was whistleblowers uh, are now protected from that sort of thing because that that was that would have been a legitimate concern is that a company could have sued a whistleblower because technically they violated that act by looking at something that they shouldn't have looked at. Uh, even though they had the rights to. Yeah, like, I, I, how many times have we gone, like, not together, but like, oh, I don't know what the problem is with this, so I'm gonna YouTube it. Yeah, like that's or or half like, of being an IT person. Yeah, or like um something like uh, a a, a user has lost track of a file or a folder has gone missing on a network drive. And yeah. like, I don't know about you, but like one of my first reflexes is, did you just drag it into the adjacent folder on accident instead of double clicking it? Yeah. Uh, and so then you go through digging through, you know, those other folders. Well, technically you may not be allowed to do that, even though you can do that. Like f file permissions on network drives are are wrong and, and lazily put together all the time. So 
like any kind of little thing like that can turn you into a federal criminal, which is ridiculous. I'm not looking up pictures of Final Fantasy XI on Steam. You fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I'm actually, so I'm looking through the compatibility list for Ryujinx, and holy shit, they have made so much progress. Oh, Uh, have they? 2,200 games which are marked as playable, which, uh, like, that is beyond in-game. That is, the game works. It works. It's not, but can you finish it? It's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, zero visible bugs, crashes, or something. It doesn't say, or it, it scrolls off. But uh, it, do, it that means that there are no uh, tags on the game that mark it as it doesn't work. Good, which is pretty fucking cool. And the, and there um, could be there could be like visual glitches and stuff, but you could still get through the game. Yeah, I believe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So I, I know that's, that's cool. the normal thing, at least. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Um, you know, if you have any Switch games that uh, you wish you could play at higher resolution that you do legally own and wouldn't be downloading illegally off of some piracy site, uh, yeah, it looks like Ryujinx is is up and going. What is it with Nintendo devices and like you can just emulate them like a year after they they come out? It seems. Uh, I think there's a few reasons. One is it's Nintendo, and they don't know how hardware works sometimes. Um, as they, they they're good with the hardware, they're not very. They don't have Denuvo on it, so <laughs> I think we're okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, now that you say that, I, yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess being able to get to a like debug uh, thing on the actual processor probably helped with that quite a bit. Well, and they're using a Tegra, right? Like, yeah, it's it's all pretty low power hardware. So it's not like, you know, when the PlayStation 4 uh, and the Xbox One came out, those were pretty powerful. Like they weren't super like supercomputers by any means. But to emulate something, you typically have to have 10 to 20 times the power of that console to be able to emulate it accurately. So, uh, and God, and, what a tangent we're going at. But yeah, I do wonder though, like, is that still accurate? I mean, because they're running x86 architecture. Like I know at least on the PlayStation and to a lesser extent on the Xbox, like they are using kind of a custom architecture in that way where, cause like, you know, the, the PS4 has, the RAM and the graphics RAM are technically shared memory. Um, yeah. So like, it, it's not, it, they're not, it's not completely the same, but at least it's the same instruction set. Cause I feel like a lot of that overhead for the older console, at least comes from having to either dynamically recompile or translate those instructions into like power PC instructions or whatever. Right. Um, I, I honestly am not sure, um, if that is true, but that, I mean, I that's... guess there, there has to be a reason why there are right. PS4 emulators. So, right. So I think that it's just easier because they're, it's lower power hardware. Nintendo doesn't make, at least anymore, they don't really make super powerful hardware. And so you have the switch, which is super easy to emulate because it's just a Tegra. You have the Wii U, which is. The Wii U Simu emu, Simu emulator is amazing. 
Yeah. Um, it, it runs games so well. Uh, and, and I honestly like it. I think it's great that we're able to emulate these consoles and I hope that they get a PS4 and an Xbox one or a regular Xbox emulator. <laughs> that works. <really> well. <laughs> Why regular Xbox is way harder to emulate than the switch. I will have no idea, but, uh, anyway, it's awesome. And, uh, and, and good on that same note, uh, did you, did you read, and I didn't put it as a story this week, but the guy from ROM universe was stuck with like multi-million dollar bill. Yeah. But you know what? After reading like why? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with that to a point. Cause like, I do. yeah. Probably shouldn't have been selling premium access to shit you didn't own, bruh. Yeah. Basically, I don't know that it's really worth millions of dollars, but still. Yeah. Uh, And apparently he was making like $30,000 a year on that site, and now he's on unemployment and food stamps. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they're not getting that money, so it doesn't matter. Anywho. Uh, that's our that's our show for the week. I want to thank everybody for for being here, and by everyone, I mean Aroa, <laughs> uh, and all of our our countless listeners, our counted listeners of ten, our ten listeners. Thank you all for being <laughs> here uh, and listening. I will be back next week uh, with some more podcasts. Goodbye. Bye.